that uh, you may not know. And the word is bibliolatry. Have you ever heard that word? Bibliolatry. What does it sound like? Well, it's a neologism, but what, what, what is, try to break it down. What, what do you think it is? Bibliolatry. Close, huh? So something about Bible and olatry. Exactly. Bibliolatry is the practice of worshiping the Bible. It is the practice of taking the biblical word literally (laughs) and then using that as your be-all and end-all. In other words, it's taking the Bible and turning it into a magic potion, where if you say the right words or you do something literally, that's God's will. Okay, I thought of that term this week when the state of Texas mandated that the Ten Commandments should go in every classroom. That's bibliolatry. Because, they said, if our children look at these words, they will all be perfect children. That's bibliolatry. Put a poster up (coughs) in a classroom. The children will read it, and then they'll be perfect children. And I look at this, and I say that I have absolutely no problem with the Ten Commandments in a classroom, that they should be in the original language. Let them all be in Hebrew. Better yet, let them be in Aramaic. Because what people tend to do is they tend to say that if you simply throw a biblical expression, phrase, poster, charm into the wild, that everything is going to be hunky-dory. There are some people who love to quote Bible. They love because they can give an answer to anything. My favorite one appears in this week's Torah portion. An eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth, a fracture for a fracture. Everybody knows that. In fact, if you go to many prisons, They will, there are people outside a prison, you know, especially when a new inmate gets in there. That's that's heinous. You know, they'll all say, an eye for an eye, an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. And they'll advocate for the death penalty. This law is called lex talionis. Everybody knows it. Everybody knows the law. An eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth, a burn for a burn, a hand for a hand. There's lots of problems with that. Not the least of which is that if you took it literally, we'd all be walking around blind. 
we'd all be walking around with burns on our hands or with disfigured faces. The rabbis had a big problem with Lex Talionis. Big problem. They looked at this and they said, we cannot take this literally. Because if we took this stuff literally, we would not have a society or a civilization. We would have what we now would call the Wild West. And everybody would be eye for an eyeing and tooth for a toothing. That is no way to run a society. The rabbis knew something. The rabbis knew that if they engaged in bibliolatry, society would collapse, as any theocratic society does. Because if we are to use the Bible as our be-all and end-all book, tattoos would be illegal because you're not allowed to get a tattoo. Shaving would be illegal. All sorts of things that you were looking at from your day-to-day life would be illegal. Oh, and if you are a woman, there's a whole set of laws of things you're not allowed to do. Not going to fly. The rabbis knew this couldn't work. The rabbis looked at these texts and they said, there has to be another element, another dimension to what it means to live by Torah. And so they infused Torah with their own sense of ethics. And so they would say, an eye for an eye sounds great in theory doesn't work in practice. So how do you make it work in practice? And the discussion went, it's the worth of an eye versus the actual eye. And so they turned it into a monetary issue. Everything that we do Jewishly, everything, comes from the mind of the rabbis, but especially from the heart of the rabbis. We are not bibliolaters. We are not biblical literalists. We cannot be, and we cannot have a liberal congregation if we are biblical literalists. I got a call from somebody not too long ago, um, and uh, Sometimes you can tell if somebody's testing you. You know, so he was testing me. And he said, well, do you have women come up on your bima? And I said, of course I have women. Well, you're not allowed to go near a woman. You're not allowed to touch a woman. You're not, a woman is never supposed to read Torah. A woman is never supposed to do a blessing. That is the religion of saying no. The rabbis didn't want that. And even though the rabbis lived in their time and they were certainly not 
as gender sensitive as we are. We have to grow. And we have to use the rabbi's example of what it means to use not only our heads, but also our hearts. We want to create a Jewish society, a Jewish community, a synagogue community. We have to step back from what the text says on its surface and try to delve into what it means. We've seen that in Talmud class every single Sunday where we are talking about some law and then we step back and we say, oh, you know what? There's a deeper meaning to this. There is a more human meaning to this. Our faith depends on the written word, but the written word is not engraved in stone. The written word is read with an open, loving heart. Because if it isn't, then all we are doing is worshiping a piece of paper. And that is probably the most un-Jewish thing we could ever do. I leave you with that thought. Shabbat Shalom.